everyone, this is Jessica Stewart, and I'm happy to bring you a little something special from the Top Artist Podcast. While we may be on a short hiatus as season one has wrapped, myself and the other hosts of Top Artists, Sarah Barnes and Samantha Pierce, as well as our editor, Sonia Harris, wanted to get together and reflect back on what we learned from our first 20 guests. Take a listen as we recall some of our favorite moments and stay tuned to the end where we discuss what you can expect from season two, which is all about artists that make an impact. And since we've already started recording the new season, we'll even give you a little sneak peek at what our upcoming guests have been discussing. Enjoy! Hey everyone, how are you guys doing? Hey! It's good to be able to get together as we end season one of the Top Artist podcast and sort of reflect back on the 20 artists that we chatted to and hear about some of our favorite moments in talking to them. So to start things off, I started interviewing some artists back in August of 2020 when the pandemic was really in full swing. And I think that was something that was on the mind of a lot of the artists I spoke to. Interestingly enough, when I talked to a lot of people, everyone really, for the most part, had a silver lining with it. I think of Steve McCurry, the legendary photojournalist. He took the time to go through his whole photo archive and start cataloging decades and decades of work. Albert Dross was taking advantage and pivoting and creating an online course, which I think actually just came out, which is great. And Richard Silver finally was planted long enough in one place after traveling the world for several years photographing churches to work on his book of vertical churches, which is now on a Kickstarter. So I was super impressed how these creatives were able to really take a bad situation and make lemonade uh, out of what was happening and pivot their creativity to make sure that they were still creating, still staying productive, even if it had to be a different way than what they were used to. Yeah, that is really interesting. I noticed that in the artists I talked to as well. Um, for me, I was always fascinated by when an artist knows when it's the right time to take the leap and pursue their work full time. Uh, it's such a dream for many people, but there are so many factors that go into these sort of life-changing decisions. Uh, but in the artists I spoke with, each had their own story about when they knew it was time, uh, but it really varied by age and circumstance. Some people, like embroidery artist Sarah K. Benning, figured that she was young enough to take the chance and, you know, she could always go back to working another job if she needed to, um, while Elise Dodge had been working as an art director for many years and gradually building her painting practice. Uh, it really shows that there's no universal right time to become a self-sustaining artist. So even if our listeners feel like, you know, your time has passed to sort of pursue your artistic dreams, it's not too late. Um, and I think there's a lot of hope in that. That's awesome, Sarah. When I'm just thinking back of the season, I think of who also inspired me, who was impactful. I just think of like, you know, Sophie Gamon's work in the Pitbull Project and how it was impactful and also inspiring. I think Faris Mkue, just her work highlighting mental health and emotional health and how that was helping me. Um, I think of Iris Scott and just her general impactful vibe, <laughs> just her aura, <laughs> you know? Um, it was just something that continuously like, inspires me to keep exploring and to be creative myself. Yeah, just amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, it was really touching that so many artists felt comfortable to sort of open up about that mission or those personal narratives that inspired them. Uh, one of my favorite moments is when Rafiq and Adal sort of opened up about his experience watching his uncle battle Alzheimer's and how he translated this into sort of creating something that would help people understand using his machine learning to open people up about this disease that's so hard to grasp as some other really impactful people that sort of opened up about the mission and the impact that they have, like Jason DeCares Taylor with his, he's, you know, he's a sculptor, but his work is also about environmental activism. He does so much and he completely changes a, a place. Um, we had so many people that, yes, they came and they talked about their creative process and making a leap in art, but they really said like, this is what I'm about. This is the impact that I'm making in the art world. And so that level of conversation was just so touching that we were able to get there. And I think that's really exciting for season two that we get to focus on that more and focus on uh, even more artists that are making incredible impacts and they're making beautiful work, but they know that it has a it has a larger meaning. Yeah. Season two, very exciting. I know that all of us are busy uh, reaching out to people. I know that we have some great guests booked already and we're going to be starting to record and hear their stories and also get our listeners involved by letting them submit their questions, which I think is a really cool thing. And I'm excited to hear what everyone who listens has to ask and wants to know from our artists. All right. I guess we'll see everyone in season two. <laughs> yeah. As we said, we're working hard pulling together season two, which debuts in early August. In fact, we're so excited about what we're hearing that we couldn't wait to share it. First, let's listen to illustrator Nicholas Smith as he talks about what the term artivism means to him. If you had to sum up in a sentence or two, what does artivism mean to you? I call it trying to pinpoint and find those broken bones in the world. There's so many. If you look outside and see what's happening in the world, there's so many broken bones. And really just trying to use art to inspire people to make a positive change, to find one of those broken bones that they care about and figure out how they can fix it. We'll go over to documentary photographer Jamel Shabazz as he shares how his photography of New York in the early 1980s served as a way for him to engage with his community. Initially, I started out wanting to just make beautiful images, but then I realized that the camera had a magnetic attraction to it, and it gave me a voice now to connect with people, not only photograph them, but I was concerned about the violence that was going on in the community. I was concerned about young people's goals and aspirations, so I used it as a magnet to draw people in and have conversations. For me, the conversations were more important than the photographs. The photographs later on become evidence of the conversations. But I needed to talk to people, and I found that the, 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 it was something powerful about this language of photography that drew people in. We hope you enjoyed our look back at season one and got excited about what's in store for season two. Remember, we're taking your questions this season to ask our guests in a new segment we're calling Ask the Artist. You can find out who we're interviewing and how to submit by following us at Top Artist Podcast on Instagram or by going to podcast.mymodernmet.com and signing up for our newsletter. See you soon. 